Yo, it's your boy Dean. Tim. Coach T. <laughs> you, another episode of the, your favorite podcast, the Dean Office. Uh, like we always do, like, subscribe, comment in the section, do all that good stuff, right? Um, before we jump into it, like we always do, we have a little side. We had a day today. A day today. So, uh, how y'all feeling after today? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still hopeful. Um, so I, I, I'm, it's, it's a lot of things that we need to work on. So I'm gonna leave it as that. We football coaches, and we didn't win today. And I'm starting to think whether or not God wants me to do anything involved with football. <laughs> Why do you think that? My professional teams are sorry. My college fo- football teams are sorry. But this is the building. But everything got hope. The the, the football got hope. And, you know, um, McDaniel's is the white great hope that's gonna save the save us from the black guy. Mm-hmm. And then you got um. Hurricanes coming in now. We got now. We all of a sudden found money to, to pay to, for pay for coaches, pay for kids, pay for <laughs> coaches, pay for whatever you need. And then you know y'all, you know what I'm saying? We we can make it work, man. Yeah, I mean the only thing I don't know, I don't know. We had what, rain so, rain delays. We had the rain. It was out there from nine we, until five, five, no oh, six, seven, well six, six or seven. seven. And then we had rain delays. We had we didn't get Gatorade like we normally do. <laughs> They, yeah. they fumbled the bag on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a, today was not a. Yeah, what, what, what? And then, okay, we did eat for up. Okay. And we did, we ate good though. At all. What was it? Stew, what was it? Chicken? Brown stew chicken. Brown stew chicken, chicken and rice and cabbage. And cabbage. I rice and like, peas or peas and rice, depending on where you come from. Yeah. And, but we're from the islands, so we said from the Bahamas. And yeah. Turks and Cajuns, so peas and rice. Okay. All right. So, um, blocking oaks. Before we get caught into that, let's not let the. Today's event prevent us from having a great uh, podcast. Okay. This one I wanted to do for a while, and y'all fought me on it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy that we're able to do this because we were supposed to do it last time, but you started babbling on about other stuff. All right. So we got a good one, and the Lord's going to be with us on this one. So let's lock in. Yo. Yo. World. You're needed in the dean's office. So for for this episode, I wanted to talk about it because uh, it was another thing that kind of went viral. It was big that everybody was talking about um, that. It kind of, to me, it, it made you look at religion or see why certain people bless you. Certain people don't agree with religion and so forth, and how religion could be a lick too. But uh, the pastor that got robbed on live on TV while he was doing his sermon, Pastor Whitehead in, in New Jersey. Is, is New Jersey I think right? Brooklyn. Brooklyn, that's not the same place? No. I mean, Brooklyn is in New York. Okay, no, no they do though. True. New Jersey is a state. And then Brooklyn, and Brooklyn New York. You know, you sure you're supposed to be on the Dean's office. But you gotta at least have some type of knowledge of what what is what. Okay, but ahead. I but I bet the same thing is just we talking about the same type of general people. That's what okay. I mean. But uh, he was he, okay. he, he was robbed of his own. He was robbed of million dollars worth of jewelry. 
He had the jewelry on, like a yeah. million dollars worth in church. Yeah, he was up on the thing sermon. He was up on the thing preaching. And then Buddy walked in there and he, he looking like, and then he laid down on the ground and Buddy went and took, he had a gun. Did he have a gun? I don't think he had a gun. No, but no, but he had a gun. No, no, I think he, but he had a gun. But I, I don't think they showed the robbers though. Yeah, they didn't show, they didn't, oh, the clip again, I didn't see as he go, but I just seen the video of him laying down on the ground. I seen him approaching him. And then the, the odd thing is too, <laughs> I don't know if he was a drummer or usher or whatever. So he, the pastor was up here. And there was a guy right here, and the dude came in and made him take his jewelry off, laid down on the ground. But Buddy was sitting back there like this. Like, what's going on? So, like, to me, I think it was a setup. It was staged? Okay. Yeah, so now my question is, when you have when you have instance like this, because I don't know if you, because after he did it, he did a couple of, um... Sermon? No, he, he did a couple of... Ghost Dang, let me see. <laughs> Interviews. They asking him questions and he uh -huh. was he was just talking and then they should the church he would it, I don't even know the, like a church is like a graffiti wall he was in front of talking and he was just you know explaining it. and then later he showed them what his prayer closet looked like prayer closet yeah because you know the saints have prayer closet you know back in the day you get in the closet you pray or something whatever something going on he showed the the the, the uh, prayer closet the, the prayer closet was like 20, 20 um five hundred square feet. Gucci, Louis Vuitton, what? shoes. In the, in the prayer closet? In the, that, that was his prayer closet. He went on there and showed that was his prayer closet. So now, so the people saying that he's still from this congregation. Of course he does. So, <laughs> what? How do you say the man's still from the congregation? He haven't, he haven't, he haven't told what. How he got, how yeah, he, he get it? You know what? I want to say he still is from the congregation. Um, I don't know enough about what's going on with that church to make any this like any judgment because, I mean, pastors deserve a salary too, right? They work; it's a job. They got to study all week. Um, and I don't know what, and I assume your salary is based on how well your your church is doing, right? So if he's doing his church is doing well. His salary should match it because he's the reason why the church is doing so. Well. Like a mega church, if they if they bring it in ten million, so they bring. Okay, so hit me my question because I had another one, but I just asked you this: Do you have a problem with your your, your pastor being flashy? No, I don't. Okay. Okay. And so if you if you if you at a church and you see the pastor pull up with a chunk on, he got on he got a Rolls Royce sitting in the back. Mm -hmm. He got oh he got chains on you know he come with, with Gucci belts Gucci shoes mm -hmm. are you okay with that yeah if the church matches what he has on what you mean like don't go pulling up to a church that's oh like a little sectional hall that's like in a hallway in Hialeah somewhere like that and the pastor wearing <laughs> like Gucci like then that's an issue because. Okay. You taking away from the worshippers' experience to um, you know uplift yourself. That's selfish. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think the worship experience. No, I'm saying worship through, through giving. Right. No, okay. I'm saying you. You. Okay, the worship you. experience. I mean, if you invest in the church, you can make it. So what if it's like a church that that's missing air condition? It's condensed. So the right. benches are hard. So there ain't no TV. So what if what chapter you on? What if his in income don't come from the church? What if, so say it could probably come from another. So what if most pastors most pastors have other jobs? So that's what I'm saying. So what if he like a um uh uh 
you know, prime example, Mace, right? Say you got a Mace, Mace the rapper. No, Mace no, is a horrible example. no, yeah, but go ahead. no, no. What I'm I'm saying is because I want to give like the stream of it of, as far as money wise, not so much who the person is. Mm-hmm. So say like say you got somebody that's rich that that's Mace used to rap or was the NFL or did something where they made millions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they go open up a church in High Live, in at one of the banquet halls in High Live. Mm-hmm. Would you have a problem with your pastor? So do you think? So my question would be is like you said, we in a little smaller shack. The bench is hard. The the water brown. Do you think he should take his his money and get the church right? Because remember, the church ain't gonna be bringing in much anyway. Because you probably got a membership of a hundred people. No, they don't got to. <clears throat> so, so you don't think so? You don't think it's his obligation to fix the church up? Nah, his his obligation is not to me in my eyes, and nothing beyond his tithes and everything that he can offer beyond that. Without killing, like he's not he's not saying, "Oh, I'm gonna need to fix his church up." If he's tithing, him tithing now will be into his own church, and that will be the way that he built up his church. You get what I mean? So I wouldn't say, let's say he's making a million dollars a year from whatever other business this is. Then he would just have to put in a hundred thousand dollars. The math is right on that. Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars a year to the church in order to get it, um, to get it up right. So I think as long as he's putting in his tithes and he's doing his due share. So do he? So do he get a salary? If he's working, yeah. So he's retired. So out of that, so out of the the hundred congregations. So if that's how he want to cancel it. But I don't know how that would work. So what's the what's the, what's that? So what's, you the, get, what's the zone rate for? So, so I'm saying, no, not I'm not. I'm not saying so. <laughs> so like, I'm just saying like, how much? So like, like what is percentage of a church? But that's what I'm saying. Do pastor get ten percent of the church? No, I'm saying like, so that's the that's the conundrum you'll be in. It will be like, okay, you don't you let's say you just started this church, you give ten percent of your tithe, but you also want to pay yourself a salary. So do you? Cancel out the ten percent. Like you know, I just won't pay the ten percent because that would have been. Used to put the money back in. So you put the money and then just have it take it out. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's, I mean, you would, you would do it in a way where remember if you're if it's just your job, just like a regular job. You 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 get your money mm-hmm. and you put the tie back in. You you might work, and even if you have your own entrepreneurship, it's the same way. When you take your money out, then you invest more into it. So it's the same concept. Okay, okay. What do you, if you think about so, it. No, but that's what I'm saying. What's the going rate for? I don't know. It, 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 it varies. It varies. Let's just, let's no, just, that's what I'm saying. You can have I get it. I know. No, no, hold on. Before you go, what I mean by what's the going rate? So what I'm saying is I get that the, the amount of money you make is going to be based on your church. So meaning if your church doing well, you don't have you don't have to get a second job, blah, blah, blah. So when you, have, when, when you as a church do the pastor – like, how did they make that arrangement? So, how much do you pay a pastor? I just, like you say, you look at your budget and you find out what percentage of the budget you can go to what's the pastor income. So, if what would you think what would be a good number? Listen, you can't do that. You can't. I would love to say I can put a number on it because you don't know how much work goes into becoming a pastor, how much work they have to do. Now, some pastors do more things, some pastors go visit the sick, some pastors marry, some pastors. So there are, and there's a lot of things that should be doing. Do we, so, so should we put a number on that? You can based on what your church can give them. That person, yeah, because you got to think what the pastor is. The pastor is also a recruiter, yeah, right. They're also they're, they're the ones that's going to bring in the business, and you got to pay somebody for that. You, they got they got to have a lot. Of so, business. so once again, if I can go into uh, put it this way, I can go and say, hey, I know my worth. I can go and say, I want to pay 
you need to pay me $80,000 a year as a pastor. Mm -hmm. I can't go to a church that's only making $100,000 a year off of tithes and offering whatever the income. That would be wrong with me to do. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if I want to say, you know, I'm going to take a break, I, I go to that $30,000, $40,000. Hey, do, do pastors have to take pay income tax? Because church yeah. get breaks. No, but see the church when the church most churches get under under the tax bracket when they don't have to pay. Right. Some I don't know, I don't I don't I don't really get into the details because I don't know everything about that. Um some pastors might can get away with that because of the where the income and stuff coming from. And then others have to pay taxes on what they earn. Because remember they still they still earning something. So look so let me so now let me ask I don't wanna let me, let me ask a question again. So for a pastor, when he when he uh <laughs> officiated uh on wedding, and now I grant it, because church, so one, do members have to pay for the church? It all depends on the church. We can't we can't you, you pay for the church, you had to pay for the church? You didn't, mm -hmm. so it's free. Mm -hmm. So now Ben, so we just going off again. So would that pastor income be so? So would the church still have to pay the pastor or don't? Oh damn! You guys are the wrong person, boss. So, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, what I can tell you, that I did. So do it, do it lump that when that eighty. So what I'm saying is, when you say, when you go to that church and say I'm gonna do eighty, um, I'm gonna pay you eighty thousand dollars, right? So we are gonna give a good pastor, you know, what I'm saying eighty thousand dollars at a good church, you make eighty thousand. Do weddings and funerals. All I gonna be in the contract. Yeah, that's, that's all in one. So, so, so let's so just say, you, so it's a number. Like, so I'm only gonna do twelve. No, listen, that's the thing. Just like if you're doing a contract for for being a, a football player, basketball player, you write the things in there. So if hey, if we do a hundred, I could say X amount of things. Mm -hmm. So I would say no limit on how many weddings or funerals you have to do. Right? I'm gonna say no no X amount of how many um. Marriage counseling. marriage counseling or some kinds of no marriage counseling, but so I can do no? it. Yeah, sometimes if I'm not married, I can do counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? So now, I mean, some pastors do because they can tell you to do some notes or whatever, but, um, but then also it's like, Hold how on, many services I can do with the Lord? Would you go get, would you go get marriage counsel from a, a pastor that was divorced? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, probably. Probably would. Yeah. That's probably the best person to get married yeah. from. Because remember, they can but, tell you the do's and don'ts on how right. to do it. Because because they because they gonna tell you the real. Like, you know, <clears throat> they all they all they can tell you is they they gave up. No, no, no they other things no. probably place. Let me tell you something. Like I'll tell you my personal experience with marriage counseling. So, um, the person that marriage counseling me gave like their their personal experience as into what marriage was and you know what's gonna happen and. What you what to expect when it comes to long term marriages and things like that, and I, I still take heed to it to what they said today. Like it's like uh, one of the things they told me is like it's gonna be hard, but you're gonna have to try to find a way to continue to date your wife. But they didn't though. They they divorced. Well, okay, and this is your scenario divorce. But this, <laughs> this person didn't get divorced. They you know. So you can't that you ain't. Next. All right, go no, ahead. No, that's just your thing. No, I'm going to be a perfect example. There's a lot of people, they can do counseling, but not have the experience themselves because they, they can talk about the experiences of other people and how you should be at. 
when it comes to being a marriage counselor, if I want to go into marriage counseling people, it's about I'm going to teach them how to respect each other. I'm going to teach them how to do open up communication, right? I'm going to teach them about all these things and what they could do to prevent that from happening. Now, remember, if we go back to God rest in Kevin Samuels, right? He used to talk about all the time about what keep a person, what this, whatever, but even divorce, right? But he always trying to tell people how to keep a woman, how to do this, how a woman should keep a man, right? Mm -hmm. So, and they listen. They listen. Some of them listen, right? Because they figured he gave them good advice. And that's what pastors or marriage counselors do. They try to give you the best advice that's best for your situation. Yeah. Remember, all marriages are different, right? The same, all three of us got the same, I would say the same mindset. We came from the same almost background, right? Some of us have the same, same thinking. Group in the same environment. Same, you know, we just have the same thinking on certain things. But each of our marriages is different. Right, we came into our marriage differently. Hey, he came in fresh, just them two. You came into marriage with other people. I came into marriage, it was another person, right? I came into marriage and my wife was divorced before. Okay. You understand before? It can, we can go around and listen and do it. But the point of it is to show you what you should be doing to maintain that marriage so it don't get to the point where it gets a divorce. Now, if I've been through a divorce, I can tell you, hey, da 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 this, this is what you need to do. I'm one of your good friends or my friend who graduated. Talked about um, what was he talked about? It was like a book and comes with Doctor um, Carter, under, under, oh, yeah, yeah Doctor yeah, Carter. Yeah. He mentioned something about ways on. Don't give me his, I don't get his book title wrong, but he talked about ways on not how. No, I, mean, I think marriage to get you get married to get divorced. Yeah, marriage to get divorced is something along those lines. You understand what I'm saying? So we're giving you ways and what ways to prevent it from happening. So it's up to you to take heed to that, like you said, you took heed to it, and you and your marriage are going well to now. So I'm just like shake your voice when you say it like that. What are you talking about? I didn't shake my voice. Say it with confidence. I, I think you. I think you. I think you got problem. But you understand, and I think that like going back to it again. So I'm I'm trying to bring a pastor in. I want that pastor. Okay, here's my my oh, setup. So now you tell us about the past. Go ahead, pastor. Go ahead. So now no, I'm just bringing it back in because that's what we talk about. Yeah. So the the, the the financial package that we can give them. So I'm bringing us. Hey, pastor, I'm giving you eighty thousand. But here is the stipulation. Me as a pastor who knows my words to say, now nah, I don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. I need a little bit more to do all what you asked me to do. And so to the church to be like, okay, cool. It's just like a regular job. We can negotiate, whatever. And then if it doesn't meet a medium, hey, man, thank you for being a part of ours. You know, whatever we can. Hopefully you be successful on your next journey until I can find a pastor that suits the church needs and what we can afford. So that's basically how it should go. So... So once you negotiate your number and how many, and you pass your number, the pastor can just be like, no, nah, I'm good. Do they get sick days too? All that's included in your package. Yeah. Man, look. Sick a pastor, days, a pastor, back should, days, a pastor should be viewed as a worker. You're just a worker for, 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 for Christ and God. And in America, workers have certain, um, uh, just because, see, people try to, isolate Christians and people of the faith and attack them like, oh my God, you're a Christian. You can't drink. Oh my God, you're a Christian. Like they think, I mean, they're human. And we live in a, we live in America. So he <clears throat> should be entitled to the business. To drinking? To, 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 to me, to, for, to drinking, right? And nowhere in the Bible says you shouldn't drink. Right. Also, they should be allowed to make mistakes. We all know how you feel about mistakes based on the last like you should, you should be able to do these things and live in the world. Just because he's a pastor doesn't mean 
You asked do, do the man get PTO? I'm, no, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yes, he should get so sick in vacation days. <laughs> no, the reason why the reason why I asked for the PTO is because you know what I'm saying. Like most, like, and like you said, the perception of it is when I go get up and go to my past, go church, I expect to see my pastor there. So whenever he missing, I'm saying to myself like, damn, because. Think about it, dog. You y'all miss church, right? It ain't like a, oh, I miss church and keep it pushing. Sometimes it's like, man, I ain't, I ain't been to church in a while. Man, I miss that church. It, it it's it's some type of attachment to going to church. So yeah, now if you're looking at it as a job, yeah, you're right. I mean, your pastor do have these uh, benefits and all the stuff you got to do, but it's still like church though. Like I need the pastor needs to be in church, like. So that's so that's also the thing is the pastor makes sure that somebody else is just in case he's not there. Remember, things happen, right? He could have break down in the car. So if I show up the church just because the pastor, I'm still going in to get the word. Somebody's still about to give me the word. But the the real kicker, the real kicker, because you brought up Pastor White from um, New Jersey, Whitehead, Whitehead, right from Brooklyn. If you find out <clears throat> your pastor got a uh, a room, that's it. <laughs> Prayer Gucci. closet. That's a prayer closet that's that's like that, right? Like tomorrow said driving the bins. And then also you hear rumors that there's not a bins, Rolls Royce. A Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. And you hear rumors, um, and I, cause I think if I remember the story right, this guy has like debt in other places and stuff like that. Would you still continue to go to that church? See that's what I'm see that's what I'm saying. If my church if I go to a regular church and and what's the th- yeah, like what's the threshold? So if, if you go to a mega church, you like me- if I if I go to a mega church, I like Trinity. Like no, was, whatever that pastor looks like, gotta have a lot of money, right? <laughs> I listen. Or T T that's your bigger. That's your bigger. Joe Old Joe T Jakes. Let's go bigger. Let's go bigger. I don't know how big Trinity is. I can't say Trinity has they they run that thing like a business. Yeah. Have you ever but also they got know, five sermons on Saturday. But not only that, but they still got a that's school. The one that they got that's the Bravo they no it's right on four forty one. Nah, but they, but they got one. I think it's one. Is that something different? But I think once again, a, they, they got like a, they called? got all, all kind of stuff that makes it. Not what it's called. It's, it's uh no you talk. I know the the one in West Broward. It's a uh, Church of Christ. Not Church. No, uh, whatever it is. But, but I imagine whoever the pastor is for. I think for for Trinity. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just using them as an example. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Saying, not, it ain't nothing bad. I'm just saying because they put on product, like even it's if you get production, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember one time, um, because uh, Melanie go to the, the she goes to Trinity. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. So she said. So you've been you've been I've been because of Melanie. I've okay. been there a couple of times because she would invite us because she like y'all gotta come, y'all gotta come. So we went to the church and to um, show show passing the Rolls Royce. No, it didn't. The, the pastor had on, it was like one of those, hey, I'm a hip pastor. He had on jeans and one of those type of things. <laughs> I'm trying to relate to the youth. It's young, young, young. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you know, it's one of those type of things. And they was efficient. Here's today's news. Yeah. The pastor came on, boom, the little thing right here. Open up my whatever, whatever. Had the message behind him, out. Ooh, all right, guys, see you later. Another group drove of people coming in for the next thing. No praise and worship. I think it was a little bit of praise and worship. But that's not what I was getting to. They had an Easter play. And they had animals in the Easter play. Like animals. They had goats. Mm-hmm. And 
Like so, yeah, they had a big so, production so budget. They, like, they, have a production they, they, budget. they had a, they had a production budget. Uh-huh. They have two. They have daycares, and there's not. No, I'm clumping all your kids in one. It's like different segmented daycares that you can put your kids into. I'm just saying, if I went to a church like that and my pastor was rich, I'm like, you building a really good business model here. You deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because obviously you're saving lives. Do you now? Adversely to that. I went to another church in Little Haiti where it was literally in a warehouse. Like, like a warehouse. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be funny. No, I mean, they do have some yeah. churches like in the street mall yeah. and all of those. So it, was I got like, you. it was a literal warehouse, right. right? So I go there and I go there and it's a little warehouse and you can like see the, I know what the warehouse looks like with the seats. Yeah. Now, if I see the pastor in that type of environment come up in a, a Rolls Royce and Got all these other things going on. Yeah. Especially in especially in little Haiti community, you know, people there is, you know, trying to make men's uh um ends meet and stuff like that. They don't have the highest income, right? And you a Rolls Royce, whatever the case may be taking advantage of these people. You know what I mean? Like so but even if he even if he's an accountant at like his real job is Okay, uh, that aside. So that's what I'm saying. So you're saying his main source if, of income is if, the church. If all he did, if all he do Monday through Sunday through Saturday is just do funerals and and, and weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and weddings. <laughs> you came back drive a road and that's how your church looks. I'm so let, sorry. Let me ask you a question. What if what if you go to all right? Because I've been I can't give too much detail because I don't want to get nobody mad at me. So what if you go to the church in somebody's house? So so me, I see how I, I, the house set up. That wall not down. So how, long, how long have they been in the house? I, I don't. I ain't, I ain't asked how long they've been in the house. <laughs> but so, uh, that's, but, that's that's so important. so so no. What I'm asking is, so you go on. So you go. You go. They have the person. They have the person invite you, right? You you only go because you associate with that person now. So you trying to be nice. So you go to the church, right? <laughs> you go to the church it's house. It's a house now. So you go in there. So it's, it's set up. It's a house, but clearly they knocked down a wall too. So just. So you can put more chairs in the row, mm-hmm. and it probably hold thirty people, mm-hmm. right? With the chairs, thirty people in the it's sitting in the you know what I'm saying. It got crosses everywhere. It looked close enough to God as possible with a house in there. So now when they when they when they collect their offering, do you do you give offering? Yes, because yes. you still they still perform in the service, and offering is part of the worshiping. Part of the service, but now but you do have to ask yourself why. No, I would, I would question. Them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock you why, on this one, right? Why y'all still in the house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being real. Listen, why, why you guys listen, still there? Listen, listen, we gotta understand. Right? Back in the, um, I'm gonna go back in the days. I don't, you know, how can I translate it to now? But back in the days, there was a lot of pop up houses, churches, right? Because that's how people not start up. A lot of people feel, some people feel, I'm going to say a lot, some people feel that when the law made a call, when the Lord make a calling on their life, it's time for them to open up and do their own thing. So a lot of them say, I can't find a physical building. I can't do this and that. So the best thing to do is just open up something I can afford. House. Rent out. Um, storefront. Just a storefront. Rent out the warehouse. Or even rent. Um, I know one time some people used to rent. I bet it's Ferguson. That's the real one. Run out the, um, the ballroom. 
Even at yeah, even at um even at FIU, there's some churches that's there and they rent out the ballrooms so that every Sunday, whatever. You see it too. So what I'm saying is we can't monitor how the person is there to say that they're not using the word in sufficient way. No, you cannot, dog. How can you say I, I, that? I guarantee you that person so, getting the income. How do you ask how do you ask somebody? How do you ask that person? No, a church in the house? So no, not me. So look, here's this is what I mean. This is what I'm, I'm not saying. You living on the outside in, you don't attend that church, and you don't. If you don't attend that church, whatever, it's none of your business, right? But if you in that congregation, you give your money, right? And you know we've been here for ten years, twelve years, and we're still in the same situation. I know I give my money, right? I have the right, don't I not? Hope oh, so. I'm, I'm gonna ask you this. That's great. That's a great example because. Each church, if it's set up a business, have to have a business meeting with everybody. Just. Right. How many times have you been to the business meeting at your church? Well, <laughs> the, well, the church that I go to now? Yeah. I don't have any concerns. No, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, most churches, they have a business meeting. So I'm only Charles, a, Charles, like, church have a meeting. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm only mixing it up because if you had concern, you would have brought it up at the what? The business meeting, right? The business meeting open to the public. Yeah, yeah, to everybody. Well, every time I our church, every time our church have, no, listen, what I'm saying. Every time, every time our church have a business, we put it out there, everybody on a Tuesday night every day. Come out, never. And it's usually towards the end. You got to be nosy. I have never, never. Yeah, it's only two reasons why you do nosy, or you trying to help, like. And if you ain't offering anything after that meeting, you just did those. See, for me, my problem is this. Why would I? That's like me going. So I get. So you know what? I take it back a little bit because sometimes you, you do have town halls where you share to the stakeholders how well the business is doing. We made a profit, whatever. Exactly. So that, that makes sense. But I assume the church is on is a little bit more transparent where y'all saying, you know, y'all don't give like people's salary and stuff. Some people do. Damn, they get a the church salary. Some people salary. Some people see that's great. What, so what, they, they don't say. They don't what, say. What, 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 hold on, hold on. Before you get in that, how do you determine whose salary you get? What do you mean to to put it out yeah. there? Um, that's just something that's been established before us. That's been church established. So if you want, just like once again, if I'm setting up the business meeting, there's certain people I don't have to present their salary. For the others, you can put it. So you can. So some people can know exactly what it means. That's for. not. But that's crazy though. It's a church. We're trying to be transparent. As much yeah, as but but that's what I'm saying. It's not really business. They should have said no. We're total, total employee expenses. That's yeah, that's like, all payroll. That's yeah. it. They <laughs> should. They should. And that could be something that most churches we can talk about, whatever. But um, I always had a problem with that as well because once again, that's just like me going out there and put my salary up. But however, it's a church. It's public knowledge. It's all this other stuff that's on matter. But that's how they do it. But to, yeah, not, cause like, cause then my question is, how do we determine who, who salary show? Cause that means I'm pretty sure the, the salary who's not being shown is the one who makes the most money. It probably be that way sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't trying to throw you on the bus to answer any question, but I'm pretty sure. Sound like you are. No, because what I'm saying is, when you as a church, like how you said, it, it'll be better to say like, you know what I'm saying? We spent because that's like saying we spend. A uh, hundred dollars a month on food. Nobody's asking you how what to break food it down. Are you getting is yeah. okay. We get is on food. If you saying employee total employee income is like we don't need to know because I'm pretty sure it's the janitors and stuff like that. Like we don't need to know what you're paying them. Just 
simply because we know the janitor. So now I'm looking at you like, man, I know how much you make. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know your business. And that's one a thing that, you know, you, people try to hold to themselves. So it's like for you to say, just not just say we paying employees $100,000 a year. We, don't, we know who work here and it doesn't matter. We That's the lump. The lump sum for all employees is $100,000. Yeah. I mean, you ain't never put your foot down. That, make, say, that's, that, that, that makes sense. sense. That makes sense. It's worse. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because, <laughs> because Tilsa, I'll just go to the business meeting. I'll say all of us got different things to how we portray it. And, and every, like I said, every church one different. Every church have their own different things that they want to reveal to the congregation. Some people don't even let you know all the expenses that the church has spent sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not, like you said, everybody concerned. But it all depends, like I said, it all depends on the church and stuff that you go to. So now, if you are that interested in finding out where your money is going, find out where, if they have a business meeting and can I attend right. and those type of things. So now you're not worrying about if my money is going into the pastor with this this extravagant closet with all these loosies, whatever. I know where my money is going because, hey, you, I'm going to the business meeting. If you're concerned, me myself, like I said in a couple of podcasts before, I give my money because I feel you're doing whatever you're doing it and with the best interest of the church. Do I need to know what you're doing with it? No, that's not my concern. That's not my. So you so you continue to be a pastor at this manager. I mean, a a, um, a member at this manager. At this time, member. A member. I mean. I don't know. I, I, for me, it's, it's more of a feeling, right? If I feel the pastor is genuine, then I can be whatever. Because even when our pastor passed away and our new pastor came on, that could have been a time for me to shift and go somewhere else if I wanted to, right? I you know. No, at that time, we could, we could have made our own decision when the yeah, pastor was. It was 20 years ago. The man passed away 20 years ago. So we, I can't make a decision. No. 20 years ago? No. Mommy would have been. Wow. Yeah, no. Nice. What, 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 let's put it this way. Tura, when we was younger, you might not, you probably might remember, we went visiting a lot of different churches. Yeah, we did. We did a lot. We even went to the church here down, not too far from the street on 199. Yeah, we did. Whatever. We went there. We went through some other places. It's just that when we went all these other places, it just didn't feel right. It just, we kept going back to where our church is we are now. Yeah, it was too long. So is that part of it too? When when uh, um and they contract they how long the serve I mean how long the um the, the services? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do they negotiate how long the services? Like I said, every church is different. I don't know, like I can honestly say I don't know how it is at the church we're at now. What that what that look like or how long the service or what he has to do and all this other stuff. I never cared about it. I care less. Yes, I'm going as a member. Can you have a can you have a pastor as a friend? Hmm. You probably could. No, I'm asking, can y'all two? Can you can you can the pastor be your friend? Yeah. Like, I'm so. talking about a friend like uh like oh. I don't mean he act like oh. I mean like, <laughs> oh, I'm not, I mean like the relationship we have with oh and Yeah, I think I think we could. I think I think okay. we could. I think we if we talk on a regular basis. You don't have no like friends. Like when I think of Terrell, I'm like, man, Gary can't be like, like who? My bad, off topic. Gary, well, not Gary. What's this guy named up in Greg? Greg. Yeah, okay. I got Greg Capri. I can go down to this. What yeah, now? Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but but let me let me um let me let me, 
ask you guys a question. All right. So let's say you are giving money to the church and membership's growing. Looking like they're busting out the seams. People coming in, they got to do two or three services. Would you want the the rewards from that to go into building a bigger, better church, or would you want, or would you prioritize building up the community in which it resides? It depends. Depends on what. How big the church is currently. Currently, how it is, and it was the vision of the pastor and and the and the people who run the church. So we got so. For me, I can put it in there, but if I see the vision, I agree with it. My thing is, if the churches need more space, why not invest in it? If the congregation is growing like it's supposed to, more space, more parking. Because we know most mega churches, you need a bigger parking lot, right? Um, and it, and then you should still have enough to be able to pour into the community as well. So when I say pour into the community, you should be able to help in ways, right? Do food drives, do this, do this, do whatever to do, do so, those things as well. So does that so what is your definition of a church that's doing the right thing? And what's your definition of a church that's doing the wrong thing? What <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it this way. The church that's doing the right thing is what they're servicing for, right? Bringing people closer to the Lord. Um um making the congregation feel that they can come one and at the church. Making it feel that they can come to either the deacon or the pastor or somebody in the church to talk about their needs or what's going through. That's somebody who's doing right. So when I leave that church, I'm going to go home and say, hey, you know what I did at church today? Blah, 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 blah. I think you should come. So that's the doing they're doing it right. My, when it comes to them not doing it, not doing it the right way, I figured they are not increasing or changing the people's perspectives. Let me put it, let me put it another way. Meaning that I don't see no growth in myself. That's when I see that they're not doing right. And I don't see that, and I don't have the urge to want to help or do anything within the church. I feel that that's, it's something that disconnect is not there, right? Because I don't want to show on a regular basis. Or I feel that I'm obligated or you're forcing me to give tithe, right? And I see that you're not doing even something as simple as book bag drives, right, for school supplies, giving out turkeys during Christmas and stuff. Like you're not doing things to go into the community and help them. And not only that, you know, evangelizing to them people in the community, like handing up flags and all this to say, inviting them to church. That's when I said they're not doing that. That's when they're not doing it right in my eyes. What would it take for you to leave a church? What would it take for me to leave a church? Yeah. Um, the same things that Timmy's saying. The vibe ain't right. So if you see the pastor up there, and um, he had but like he got a bunch of gold rings, like you just after you said, he got a chunk and all these other things, and then. Our, our church inside a warehouse issue. You know what I'm saying? Especially that's the only thing you do. So, yeah. uh, I'm asking now. So, if you, because I don't know, a couple of episodes back, I, uh, we asked if would you get married again? Y'all had not too much work with me. Would you, like, if you leave your current church now, would yeah. you go Would you go shopping that church? Yeah, I'll go to the, I mean, I'm okay with, I like hearing and I love our pastors, but I like hearing other pastors too. Like you know what I'm saying? Because you know, our pastors, you know, come with a style. You know what I'm saying? I like to hear different styles. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, for example, the church we went to Jesus People. We went to Jesus People last Sunday, and the way that she incorporated football, she incorporated that we was there, 
and the way that she was freelance and the way that she was bringing real world, like it was a different preaching style. Even um, Pastor Jackson's wife, when she preached that time and she was preaching about mental health. What? Dr. Jamila? I'm sorry, yeah. Reverend Dr. Jamila Jackson. Yeah. Reverend Dr. Jamila Jackson. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she want to be me. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Jamila Jackson, when she preached, she was preaching about mental health and how she brought the word and, and kind of brought it into today's perspective and the young people's perspective. And I love pastors who um, know that not everybody is really righteous. And not, I, won't, I won't say righteous. I would say Bible scholars, right? That know that people yeah. are Bible, know people ain't Bible scholars, and know that you're, you're you're preaching to people that are human beings, and you don't know what their life is, what their life experiences are, and you just can't expect people to know. Um, you can't expect people to know what to do or know what to say. Like you want relatable type of, of sermon. So I, I I like those type of sermons. So I can see myself going there. So the pastor with the jeans and the cool shirt could kind of get me. You know what I'm saying? What it was? Jesus Christ. Trinity. Trinity. Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, Trinity. Yeah, because they, they relate. That's why you selling Trinity so much. I got no, I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure that guy. I'm pretty sure that guy's relatable. But um, to me, uh, I, I think uh, with this with the with the church that you're in, I think um, everything we was talking about was was focusing on the monetary stuff within the church, and like uh, Tim put so eloquently, so with grace. Let me say the word. <laughs> Can't talk. Again, it's late at night for y'all. Um, um, after a loss. Well, after, after, after a loss at that. Um, Tim put in that you know you should dedicate those three things um, um, to the church. And if you want to know what they are, just go and listen to that podcast. It was the last podcast you said, though, right? Yeah, well, time, talent, and your treasure. Yeah. I, I was trying to get on. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, Yeah, so what I'm saying is, I know everything that we was talking about was on the monetary, but also, also, um, I think you should only be in a place that feeds your soul. Um, and if you have concern about the, the fact that they're not, you doing the right things to either uplift the church to make it a better worship experience for you, or they're not doing things in order to make the community better, then you have the right to question it, and you have the right to go somewhere else. But if you stay there and you continue to give your money, you can't talk about it, whatever the case may be, you, you got you to do what you got to do. So in my eyes, that we were talking about a lot of monetary stuff, but we, all, we also got to look at whether or not, you know, like Timmy said, are they connecting with the audience or the congregation? Are they um, teaching you? Are you learning? Whatever the case may be. Because if they are and you want to be there, you got to you know, pick your poison, for lack of a better word. Before we close out, though, let me ask you a question because. Uh, you know, might be some people. Well, I get this a lot when having conversations. Do you have to? Do you have to go to church to be a good Christian? That's a tough one because you can go different ways and social media now. You don't have to be in church now. You should listen to the word. Because to be a good Christian, what does that mean? Right. That's the that's the biggest thing that people are trying to understand. So. For my understanding, remember this is my understanding. Being a being a good Christian, I just want to not go to hell. The bare minimum. Yeah, no. <laughs> for me, for me, being being a good Christian is what Jesus asks us to do, and that's to love everybody, to treat, to love people, or treat them the same way you wanted to be treated. Even right, gay, even gay people. Everybody, you're supposed to love everybody. Like I always tell people about the LGBTQ community. Right, they can't be Christians. I never, why they can't be Christian? I'm asking you. 
No, they 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 follow God. They follow Jesus. They follow the brothers. Tucker records the last. No, what, what I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I might not love or like their lifestyle. Or what they <laughs> do so you hate it. Hold on. Listen to what I'm saying. It it's, that's the only option: is love or hate. Listen, listen, I don't love or like it. I don't listen, love. Listen, listen, I don't love or like their lifestyle or the things they decide to do. But me as a Christian, I love everybody. So if I run into a gay person, a homosexual person, a transfer, whatever, I'm still going to love them because that's what God told me to do. Oh, Jesus told me I love everybody. Do you, would you feel uncomfortable? Be uncomfortable around them? Yeah. No, because I'm... I'm, I'm no, no, I'm just saying, like, as a, as, a, as a Christian man... No, that's just like me saying being around people who are, are fornicate, who have committed adultery, who steal. Who get drunk? Who all this other stuff? I still feel comfortable because I love them because of who they are. That's true. He's running everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm married. <laughs> no, but you do that stuff. The stuff st- to you, the stuff that applied. You never stole from. No, I don't steal. But no, but I'm saying, but you get what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So no, it's a difference between stealing something and being a. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, listen, okay. Listen, I am I man, a man only got so many morals, you know what I'm saying? I'm not y'all 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 have y'all things that y'all do and, and and still it ain't one of mine, I'm telling you. I, I am by the book when it comes to that. I don't do nothing. I don't steal cable. I pay for all my cable and streaming services. Like by the book. That's good. <laughs> so you have to admit you that. <laughs> so, but not but honestly. To get to get back to what I'm saying, and that's for me, my eye. That's what I consider a good Christian, right? For one, you believe that um, Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior. Two, you're doing the things that you read in the Bible, staying in the Word, you're praying. But then also, you just gotta have an open heart and love everybody and discipline, and right? Because I always hear that a lot. You gotta be you gotta be disciplined to think about it. How often do you read the Bible? You gotta be disciplined to read the Bible every morning. You read the Bible every morning. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Well, not now. I lost my phone. But every morning I get up and I get a sermon, and they tell me where the sermon came from. It's a little excerpt. You know, a little the Bible app. <laughs> Is that not reading the Bible? No, no, no. What I'm saying. <laughs> what am I but missing? No, but no, but no. But that's what what to walk to run. That's what that's what the discipline comes in. If you uh-huh. do that every day, you're disciplined. Uh-huh. So when they said being a Christian, whatever, be disciplined. You gotta be We're gonna cry. I'll cry soon, but. Right. So you read when you how, 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 how much how far you read like what how much no 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 I only read the verse that come up <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> do y'all not have that on your Bible app and you can click on it so so what what we're really trying to find out right when let's like for me I'm not excuse myself I'm I put myself in example for me I wake up every morning and I read two chapters a day so listen I read two chapters a day. Not and I'm like, so like I'm saying, I'm not for everybody. But what, why they're laughing? <laughs> when you think about a chapter compared to a verse, they don't think this one. That's not reading the Bible. That's, no. reading. that's reading the Bible. That's absolutely not reading. Hold the on, Bible. hold on, wait, hold on. Do y'all not have that on the Bible? And I, why you keep going to the Bible app? Because I'm telling you what I what I do. Okay, good. I get, you, I get, bro. No, you don't. So there's this thing on the Bible app, and I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the text. I get the text message too. They send that too. But there's a thing on the Bible app when you wake up, there's a pastor of, on the video. 
almost like our moments in the Dean, where they talk about something. It's like two, three minutes. They talk about it, duh, 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 and they're like, this is where I got it from. And they're like, good day, friends. Have a good day. But listen to what you just said. You that's that's, that's, that's Bible, not man. reading the Bible. No, but then when you slide over, it should be Listen, I'm not going to stop you from the way you worship in God in the morning. That's how you're supposed to do it. You're finding time out in your busy schedule to put time aside for God, right? That's all you need to do. That's what I'm saying. But then, once again, at every level, you're trying to get better. And the people born to improve, correct? So that's why I said, even with, uh, I think, are we reading through the Bible this year in our, in our church? Yes, we are. Well, why? Because I want meaning out of the Bible, right? You trying to tell me, if I get a verse a day, and I remember, I'm like, man, that's a great verse, right? But I'm reading the Bible, and whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and I'm not digesting boring. It's boring. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, whatever. But this verse of the day is being put, is given to me on this wonderful So, so platform. I, I, I love it. The platform, whatever. So every time you hear that verse of the day, it, it resonates with you? It does at the moment. No, no. That's, like the other day, I found out. At the moment. I didn't even know there was this, this book in the, the Bible that even existed. That was crazy to me. What was that book we found out? The Titus. Day? Titus. Did you know there's a, a book in the Bible called Titus? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> so you're not reading the Bible. No, it was, that was news to me. So, that was news to me. So Titus was a prophet? So so this this what we this, they have major minor prophets in the Bible. So Titus was a prophet? More like the minor one. What happens in Titus, Mr. Judgy? What happens one in of the things in Titus, that's where a lot of people get teachers from, like leaders and worships and stuff like you're supposed to. Like there's a scripture that talks about what a church leader should look like. And also what um what what a deacon is and all this other stuff. And so what did you, you thought you thought he gonna fall, huh? So how, so how come they never teach that in church? Because they teach it, but you ain't paying attention. He went over. I've never heard. All right, uh, church, please turn to chapter one in Titus. I would remember that. That's a very unique name. Tomorrow was that not your first time hearing Titus? I, I agree with you. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking ownership. I'm not blaming my pastor that I'm not blaming church. the pastor, but I'm just saying I never I've gone to plenty churches and I haven't and I haven't seen. I'm just saying it's just one of those things. My okay. No, no, no. So so what we what we trying to get you to say is when you're telling people that you do devotion in the morning. Don't say That's you read different. the Bible. Say you do devotion. You don't read the Bible. I read the Bible. No, you don't. Don't don't I read the Bible. That's reading the Bible. So y'all are right. y'all are locking me down. You so have, you are doing devotional in. The, so even, I'm gonna tell you this. So not to keep whatever. Not only do I read the two scriptures, but I read something called the Daily Bible. Right? Oh, what's the difference? The daily, the daily, whatever it's called. Daily, daily, daily bread. Daily bread. Daily bread. Hmm. So in the Daily bread, you know what it does? It has one scripture in it, and then it has a whole bunch of stuff to talk about that scripture. So you read two two chapters in the scripture a day. That's not, but once again, so you right. still, you still not get it for You're not reading the Bible, though. No, you, all you're doing, you, you, are, you are doing your devotional part. You're doing devotion with the Lord, and that's, that's it. Listen, now, I, man, look, it, it, it works for me. Like, I'm going to tell you something. Doing that in the morning and also, like, praying in the middle of the day, like, it kind of, it, it calms me down. And I get nervous before big meetings. 
I need to probably start praying before football games. But like, like I do pray. I mean, but like on your own personal prayer. Yeah, like personal by prayer. myself, get my mind right, kind of prayer. Because it like it, it really it really calms me down. Like you get what I'm saying? Like and I really start to and then you know what else? I do. I like affirmations. I'm like, today's gonna be a great day. Even though I know the day's about to suck because all the stuff that I'm about to do, I say today's gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock this stuff out of the park. Whatever the case is, and I usually end up having a, a good day. And the days coincidentally enough that I don't do the devotion, I don't do all that stuff in the morning, are my, like my worst days. So right? I take it the day you ain't do none of that. I don't have my phone, I haven't done it in like a week. <laughs> okay. But today was the day. <clears throat> all right. So uh yeah, well, you know. Because we did go a little off because, you know, Terrell, we find out Terrell that really don't read the Bible. Anymore. I read the Bible every day. <laughs> it's fine. So, 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 so in a nutshell, I think, um, I just think we, as as a, when it comes to religion, uh, joining the church, being involved in an organization that uh, requests money or funds to, to continue to run. I think you just got to be a little bit more what feels good to you. Don't blanket it all in one because we did have this pastor do something like that. Attach it to everyone else. And can I ask something really quick? I know this is your closeout thing. You know what really conflicts with this whole thing with the pastor having all this flashy stuff? The fact that the Bible main basis, if you read it every day like me, you would get from <laughs> out of it that the main thing it says is love everybody and be humble. Like, if you want to be a good Christian, just do that. You know you're going to lie sometimes. You know you're going to cheat. You're going to mess up. So you're trying to tell me that if a pastor by all this stuff, they're not trying to be humble? No. No way. There's no way being humble if you're being flashy. That's the opposite of being humble. Jesus wore cloth, and I'm pretty sure Jesus could have been rich if he wanted to. So, so, so rich people are not humble? No. Not, well, that's the thing. Bill Gates, humble, Right. Uh, was Elon Musk not so much humble because he bought a he 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 made a, a, a the city of London tear down a bridge just so his yacht could fit through? It's not a humbling thing. Bill Gates tried to get one of the African kids in whatever the case may be. This dude tried to buy Twitter. Difference, you know what I'm saying? Like just because you're rich, you ain't humble. That's what I'm saying. So that's the conflict of it all, which may be the next episode of Things uh, Office. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You try real hard. You try real hard. But I, I would just say, um, right? Continue doing what you feel. Fellow, what you feel, fellow Bible reader. Just be humble and love your neighbor. Right? Pretty much to be a good Christian. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, so we're gonna close out this, this one here. You know, one little left. Uh, like I said, I, I, uh, when it comes to your institutions of where you want to uh, practice. Um, I do encourage you to do get involved. Do find somewhere you can go, no matter what the religion is or whatever the belief is, and um, be involved, get involved, and don't be afraid to uh, get financially and physically and mentally and emotionally to that uh, institution. So I want to thank everybody for locking in and listening to us uh, talk and the ones that, again, supporting us, writing the comments and doing all that good stuff. We really appreciate you. It motivates us to continue to make more content and continue to, you know, give y'all uh, a show every week. So, uh, it's your boy, Dean. Tim. Coach T. And uh, you rock with the Dean's office. Y'all have a, a, a blessed and a beautiful day. Hope this uplift you. All right. Uh, that's good. And you want to give to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>